Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to Episode 7 of the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, as you can see, back in the studio, first time in two weeks, we're covid free we think we hope uh so we got this brand new table brought to you by josh his handiwork it looks great so thanks for doing that or anything um, for the dogs yeah absolutely. anything for the dogs in a small rental fee for the other shows who use yeah. <laughs> uh before we dive too deep into this episode one thing big thing that's happened since uh last week justin had another baby yeah yeah Congratulations. so uh, yes thank you um you know, just continuing uh, a legacy of Cleveland fanship. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, you know, maybe they'll see something exciting in their years. Uh, maybe they'll see a win in person uh, one day. Oh, yeah. So the legacy of misery yes. continues. Okay. I mean, uh, I can only uh, hopefully raise them the right way. That's all. That's all I ask. If they end up being uh, Baltimore or Steelers fans, they got to get out. <laughs> they got to go. But yeah, I had a, uh, uh, a second beautiful daughter, so... You know, Very well done nice. to the wife. Yeah. She did good. <laughs> awesome, man. Congrats. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, before we dive into today's episode, uh, we got a, a good one lined up. Going to go through some pro football focus rankings, a lot of naysayers out there that we're going to debunk. Um, before we would dive into this, though, I want to tell you guys about another show that's on this same podcast network. Um, check out 99 Miles Per Hour with Percy Gardner. Uh, it's a newer show, started up right around the same time that ours started up. He's been having some really awesome guests on there. I don't know if you guys have heard of somebody named C. Grant. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty good. Yeah, that C. Grant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he just had him on the last episode. I watched it. It was awesome. So uh, if you're looking for a new podcast to check out and you're looking for a fun one, Percy, obviously, super fun guy to listen to. Check out 99 Miles Per Hour with Percy Gardner. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know who Percy is, I mean, as you know, if you're listening to this, you're a Browns fan, you're a Cleveland fan, uh, Percy pitched for the Indians yeah. in 2016. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, we got him on this network. Yeah. Look at us. Yes, we do. Doing big things. <laughs> so, yeah, check out 99 Miles Per Hour, Percy Gardner. It's an awesome show. Uh, tell them we sent you. You'll get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, before we dive into these lists, uh, some breaking news. Schefter just – uh, texted me. Um, Brown's trade rumor. Um, David Njoku in a second round pick for Yannick Ngakwe, DN from Jacksonville. Um, what do you guys think? Would you give up David Njoku in a second rounder for this guy? I would say I would really be considering this uh, depending on the Everson Griffin uh, situation. I, I think we might be beyond clowny now. I hope oh, yes, so. please, for the love I know, of the I, Lord. I think the four of us are kind of like, okay, done with, done with the clowny situation. Yeah, for sure. Um, to me, if you don't envision David Njoku as being a big part of your offense or a big part of your future, 
This is a young D end. I think would be a good pairing next to opposite Miles Garrett. I think if you get if you pick this guy up, you cut Olivier Vernon, then you can For afford sure. to pay this guy what he wants next year. Yeah, and we looked at uh, some of his numbers. So he's played in 15 games or more all four seasons. Sack totals eight, twelve, nine and a half, and eight. Um, like Blake said, you go, you cut that fifteen million off. You know, a week before training camp, and you're good to go. I say we go get this guy right now. Um, he doesn't want to be in uh, Jacksonville. Uh, it says that he went on Twitter and he said he's good. He doesn't see them being in his future. Um, Zach kind of talked about he wanted you know twenty million a year. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. In the future. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. That's what he's he's on. He's a free agent after this season. He wants twenty million a year. Uh we're probably gonna have to give Miles Garrett at least twenty million a year and he wants an extension. I know we've been working on that. We've talked about that. Uh I do like how durable he is. I think that if you're going out and you're getting Yanni Yannick. Yannick right? and yeah. Godway. Okay. So if you're going out and getting this guy, you're saying that you want to absolutely think you can win it all in the next couple of years. If you're going out and you're going to pay this type of money, get this guy, you're thinking, hey, next two, three years, we're going to have a chance to win it all because you got a lot of other guys you got to pay mm-hmm. coming up here in the next couple of seasons. This we might hope. sound crazy coming off of a 6-10 and 10 season, but I think you can say the Browns are in their Super Bowl window. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I know we just went 6-10, and 10, but on roster, which we're going to – or on paper, which we're going to get into later in this episode, the Browns are very much in their Super Bowl window. They got – no, three to five years to make this thing happen. If not, we're going to be rebuilding again. I mean, I don't want to do that without a Super Bowl at least. That's kind of where Jacksonville's at right now. They kind of had that window for two, three years where their defense was Very unbelievable, good. and then now they're getting rid of one of their best players. We've been there. <laughs> <laughs> what best players? <laughs> <laughs> we let Corey Coleman go just as I thought we were about to make a run. Yeah, yeah but I'm not, I am going to say that if we do keep Njoku, I think he is going to be successful in this new system. I think a lot of it was he didn't like Freddie Kitchens at all, and he was pretty verbal about that yeah. the entire year last year. That he didn't like how he was being used, and he got injured, and how much was it not coming back from the injury because he didn't want to play for Freddie Kitchens. Well, there was a lot of weird stuff, too, with Freddie. I mean, Rashard Higgins, that's, that one blew my mind yeah. that he was on the sideline. Yeah. pretty much. What you, He caught, like, three passes yeah, last year or something? Yeah. I don't, I don't – I never got that. No, and I feel like Njoku's been taking a lot of heat this offseason, even from us, you know, um, yeah. saying that he might not be in our future. But if you go back just two years ago in his rookie year, he was trending very much upward, and then – Freddie Kitchens happened. I feel like Freddie Kitchens derailed a lot of people's careers. So it's <laughs> got everybody including thinking his Baker, own. got everybody yeah. thinking Baker's gonna be benched after week one. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I don't know, almost like last year should be wiped from the record books. So maybe Njoku, if he can catch the ball, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I Yeah, and like I like we talked about and I think I mentioned maybe in the free agent episode or one of those, um, the way Minnesota used both their tight ends last year with Rudolph and Irv Smith, I mean, that's how I see them using Hooper and Njoku, where Njoku's more that guy that's moving around. He's in the slot. He's kind of in motion. You know, he's operating, always moving, because he's a fast guy. He's an mm-hmm. athlete. He's a freak. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hooper's more of your traditional just go muscle some guys and, and make, you know, tough catches. So, 
we just want to clarify, by the way, this is just a rumor. This isn't confirmed. We don't, this might not even happen. This could be all hypothetical. Uh, we just want to let you guys know what we were hearing on our end. Uh, keep everybody informed. Um, well, as we dive into this, uh, fun episode lined up here. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but a lot of talk going on right now. Joe Burrow uh, projected to have a better season than Baker Mayfield by Pro Football Focus. And then on top of that, Rob Ninkovich on ESPN coming out and saying that he thinks Joe Burrow is just flat out better than Baker Mayfield, which, I mean, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But I don't understand how you can say that before Joe Burrow even takes a training camp uh, snap. Rob Ninkovich ranked AFC North QBs, Lamar Jackson one, Ben Roethlisberger two. I'll give him that. Joe Burrow three, Baker four. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> come come on. Just because Baker had to play with Freddie Kitchens last year does not mean that he is all of a sudden not a former Heisman winning quarterback also set the rookie passing record. This is a perfect example of recency bias. Yes. I yep. mean, they're looking at last year's season – which is very easy to do because it's the most recent, obviously, and we're going, oh, man, Baker didn't have a great year. But forget about it. Think about that rookie year. We were so hyped on Baker because of what he was doing on the field. We were believers. We saw the future. We saw the potential. And then last year happened. Then Freddie happened, and yep. everybody forgot. Yep. Um, I guess – so let's start with, like, the pro football focus part of it. Okay. Because I feel like we can break this down into two big arguments. Yeah. So my thing with Burroughs um, – this is not college. This is the elite of the elite NFL. You're coming in as a rookie um, with COVID-19. Everything's virtual. I feel like those snaps, whether people say they matter or not, I feel like they matter a lot. Um, he has no chemistry with any of the players that are on his team right now um, as far as receivers. I mean, look what OBJ and Baker, how long it took for just those guys to kind of link up. And those are two elite elite talents um so i like for me it's just kind of crazy that baker i've seen baker do it i've seen baker be successful in the second half of that 2018 with greg williams a defensive coach and freddie i mean i know freddie was <laughs> you know i know it was freddie but um but he wasn't running the whole team i think that no. was his problem yeah thank god year. that's before people were <laughs> hip to his wrinkles yeah. yeah you know uh it what kills me is in college Joe Burrow, I mean, three-fourths of LSU got drafted. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He was he was clearly surrounded by NFL talent, best team, best uh, talented roster. Not only the player talent, but the offensive coordinator is now yeah, in, in Carolina. NFL. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, see, he's before he had that, by the way, let's go back to his junior year at uh, LSU. 58% completion percentage, only 16 touchdowns. Yeah. This dude went from 16 touchdowns to 60 touchdowns. So this guy's done it one year. One year in college when he was surrounded by the best talent in the country. And we're and Baker Mayfield did it two years in college, first of all. A little bit of three. And he set the rookie passing record in the NFL. Not in college. And in only the, 13 uh, games. Yeah, in 13 games. In the NFL. Well, not in college. And I'll throw a couple more things out there just – pumping up Baker because I do believe in him. He was a walk-on twice. Yes. yes. He wasn't getting like scholarships thrown at him in college. He had to go out and prove it to be the man, and he did it. I think another thing people are kind of overlooking too is 
So Burroughs is coming into Cincinnati with Zach Taylor. Are you calling him Burroughs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate the disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so Zach Taylor, he was interim uh, offensive coordinator in 2015. He stepped in for Miami, who they've had this awesome offensive juggernaut <laughs> system the last few, you know, last 10 years of my life. Um, his uh, points per game were 17, which was lower than the previous coordinator that got fired. Mm-hmm. He uh, was the QB coach for the Rams in 2018. So, I mean, Jared Goff. Not not bad, but went 0-11 to start his coaching debut for Cincinnati, and then Andy Dalton got benched. Who, depending who you talk to, do you, would you rather have Andy Dalton or would you ever rather have Joe? I mean, Andy Dalton is not a slouch, depending on who you ask. But he brought in Ryan Finley, young, young quarterback, and what happened? Couldn't do anything with him. And more yeah. Three more losses. So, like, is he in a position to be successful? Like, I I understand that he's talented, but it's not like he's walking into an LSU where there's just five star recruits all over the field that he can throw to or hand off to or right. Cincinnati is I mean historically they're the Browns just a little bit further south. It's not like he's coming into some great organization right. with all this stability from the top to the bottom. They're just going to really set him up to succeed. This dude's going to show up and they're going to be like, here you go, Joe. Thanks for coming. Here's the keys to the car. And they're going to tell him to go out there. And people are going to be pinning their ears back because their offensive line sucks. And this dude's going to be running for his life. And he's going to be like, hey, this isn't LSU anymore. I mean, I. Well, and I keep seeing they're talking about his weapons. Oh, he's, you know, what number one pick gets to come into a team with these kind of weapons? Uh, Okay, let's talk about him. First of all, T. Higgins. Yeah. I had another rookie. Never seen him play in yeah. the NFL. Yep. Could be a bust. Mm-hmm. A.J. Absolutely. Green. Probably won't play. He's always hurt. So, I mean, this yeah. is not A.J. Green from five years ago. This is 2020 A.J. Green, which 2020 hasn't been good to anybody. Yeah. Especially right. A.J. Green. And then you got Tyler Boyd, who's a pretty good number two receiver, but yeah, he's not the guy. Yeah, They, don't they have no tight, tight ends. Yeah, no tight end anymore. Running back, at, you got Joe Mixon. They last weren't even throwing the ball last yeah. year. Your guy. Yeah, yeah, another sooner guy. But last year, it was what? I think week seven before he started to have any type of traction in yeah. the running game. I know fantasy wise, I benched him or whatnot. I mean, but they were terrible too. I've, yeah. <laughs> he, they were not good. Who's to say they're not going to be terrible again? I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I completely agree with you. I, I think this is a huge, like a lot of people are, and like, it's a big jump to say that he's going to be better than Baker right off the bat. Yeah. So it's crazy. To have him projected for more yards and more touchdowns than year three Baker Mayfield blows yeah, it, my mind. What's yeah, and the stats wise, kind of, it kind of, I don't know, it makes me like, I don't, I don't like the stats wise. And that's how they're like, oh, he's going to have more touchdowns, more yards. So that means he's had a better season. Yeah, yeah I agree know, with that. If he's out there and he throws for the 3,700 yards that they said he had, but he had seven, more attempts than or you know 100 more attempts in Baker Mayfield it's a little skewed if oh well Baker got you more quality and he didn't have to throw mm-hmm. his ball, the ball as much right yeah the in Browns might be wins. winning games on the run yeah you know, with the run game and Baker's like okay I'll throw it when I need to right yeah because if you just go based off of like the passing yards best quarterback in the league last year was Jameis Winston <laughs> yeah he should have won MVP who's yep. he stolen from him who's he starting for this year <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. What and so everybody's down on Baker because of last season. Okay. Well let's let's look at some things from last season. Um he had the worst NFL head coach in the history of head coaches. 
Okay, set him up to fail. We did everything Baker did well, we did the least amount. Everything mm-hmm. that Baker doesn't do well and we knew he didn't do great, that's what we were highlighting and doing. And even that being said, he had more yards and more touchdowns than they're projecting him to have this year. In his down year, the year that is making everybody think that Baker's a bust and he's awful and all this garbage, he had 3,800 yards and 22 touchdowns. The only reason we're talking bad about Baker last year is because he had 21 picks to go with it. Yep. If he cuts that in half, we're going, uh, you know, completion percentage a little low, but Freddie was terrible. He didn't have a terrible sophomore season. It was a sophomore season for Baker in which they set him up to have no success with the offense they were going to run. And he still almost threw for 4,000 yards, and he threw for over 20 touchdowns. Yeah, and those picks, Josh mentioned it on one of our first episodes how many of those were off a of wide receiver's hands or mm-hmm. something? Or yeah. Antonio Callaway against the Niners. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I definitely think that it's crazy to think. Let Burrow prove it first. One, I kind of, in a way, hope that he's kind of successful because of, you know, I, not, I don't want him to beat the Browns, but I don't want to see another quarterback go in the NFL because we've seen it so much where you get, like, this talented guy and they go and then they play on a team and you're like, oh, my gosh, that guy's awful. <laughs> and then he's gone. I think it'd year. be fun if Joe Burrow's good because I think a rivalry with Cincinnati would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be but, nice. <laughs> it's yeah. been a while. But I'm not going to sit here and say that he's going to be better than Baker. And then just to kind of move into, like, more of what Ninkovich said, he quoted – has Baker Mayfield ever played better than what we saw from Joe Burrow last year? Pause. Yeah. He was in college last yeah. year. That, <laughs> yeah, like we started with it. Yeah. He's playing against NFL defense. He's like, oh, how great. <laughs> Look at what Baker did against the Patriots and how that – Oh, you well, mean the, the, the best st- defense in the league last year? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the middle of a rainstorm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Like, I mean, come on. So he's like, uh, he has not done that. Number three for me is Joe Burrow. Number four is Baker Mayfield. If we could just go back, what, three years ago, Baker Mayfield won a Heisman Trophy in college. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw him dice up the Buckeyes in the second half. It yeah. still hurts. Yep. Okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't enjoy the well, year prior to that. Not <laughs> one incomplete pass in the second half or something like that. Like, you've never seen Baker play well. What about when he set the rookie touchdown record in 13 games? Yeah. You've never seen him play well. Guess what I've never seen Joe Burrow do? Throw an NFL pass. Yep. Yeah, it's a little too soon to be making these kind of – it's got to be hard to project stats out for a rookie. You've never seen him play in the NFL before. Mm-hmm. But this is just ridiculous. I mean, and if you want to talk about Baker going into – or coming out of his sophomore season into year three, think of the other guys drafted with him that are doing the same thing. Would you rather have Sam Darnold than Baker Mayfield? No. no. Would you rather have Josh Allen than Baker Mayfield? No. no. I wouldn't either. Lamar Jackson's really the only one. And you got to tailor make your offense for him. Exactly. He could have gone to any other team and, and he'd be out of the league already because they wouldn't have done what the Ravens did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's so, teams that wanted him to be a wide receiver. Right. Saying, no, you're not going to. Bill Polian, I think, was the guy who said he wasn't going to be a good. You aren't going to be a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Lamar Jackson owes everything to the Ravens coaching staff. Yeah. They, if they, if they, he played for Freddie Kitchens, he'd be done already as a quarterback. Yes. Nobody tailored anything to Baker no. last year. Yeah, and the Ravens, they got lucky because I don't think their coordinator ended up going anywhere, right? He's still there. Yeah. Roman? Yeah. Greg Roman? Yeah. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, so, I mean, that would have been interesting to see how they would have had to move on from him because he was the guy that made mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick the guy he was for the f- couple seasons before he kind of fell off and started kneeling. <laughs> yeah. One thing I put in here, uh, I talked about this 
Baker Mayfield is not the first quarterback to have a sophomore slump. I feel like oh, yeah. sophomore slumps happen more often than they don't. And he is the first quarterback to have to play a sophomore season with Freddie Kitchens as a head coach. <laughs> you know, so I feel like last year's a wash. Yeah, and that's a very good point because when you think about it, you come into the league as a rookie. So you've got sort of an advantage because nobody has tape on you in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know, they're kind of nobody has a chance to adjust to what you do because you might not even know what you do yet either. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of doing it. Well, year two, people have a full year in some cases or part of a year, whatever, to really look at your tape and say, okay, I see what he does here. I see this. And, you know, these are his tendencies. Well, now you're at a disadvantage as the player. Now you have to find a way to, you know, correct that uh, transition. So, and that's where Baker's at. You know, is he going to make the corrections to overcome what the other teams are able to see in him and scout and all that kind of stuff? Anybody remember the last LSU quarterback that was taken number one overall and how he panned out in the NFL? Uh, <laughs> not well. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Russell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is just, to me, that's it's absolute garbage. And to me, it's like it's like clickbait by Ninkovic. I mean, he's just trying yeah. to – he's basically – he's trying to take Skip Bayless's spot. Yeah. Yep. And who is he anyway to be on giving <laughs> opinions? Yeah. I completely agree with that. I mean, who am I to give opinions? But, I mean, he – Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. He, this guy – I couldn't believe he said that when I read it. Well, so we're going to kick this uh, heated debate. We're going to move into another thing that I think is kind of crazy. We actually touched on this a couple episodes ago, and I thought that it needed – it warranted more discussion. Uh, these pro football focus wide receiver group rankings. This includes your uh, in your tight ends. Basically, anybody who's going to catch a ball for you. We all think the Browns, you know, probably top two or three receiving corps in the league. No, ninth, just behind the Panthers, DJ Moore, <laughs> Curtis Samuel, and Robbie Anderson. That insane elite attack. Yeah, with, with no tight ends listed, right? Yeah. Their best, their best wide receiver is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, the disrespect for Cleveland's I, in this article, like you said, you got them ninth. There's some different ones out there, but with everything we have to, especially including the tight ends, yeah, is like I, I, I don't know why we're so down on the list. What made me upset too, just looking at this list, and you know, they do a quick paragraph or whatever write up about their reasoning. So they list Christian McCaffrey as one of the key reasons for why the Panthers are where they're at. They don't say a word about Kareem Hunt or anything <laughs> yeah. in our write-up. Yep. Right. Like, but he's going to be a key element in that passing game. Yep. No, I completely agree. I, and so the, let's just go through a quick rundown of the list so people know where we're sitting. They got Tampa Bay at one, Chiefs at two, Cowboys at three, Saints at four, Bills at five, <laughs> Lions at <laughs> six. We'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll touch yeah. on that. Chargers at seven. Panthers at eight, we're sitting at nine, and then the Broncos at ten. I'll say Tampa Bay and the Chiefs sitting one and two. I'll give it to you. To me, I think, yeah, you know, the Chiefs just have so much speed and Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes. So, but to me, the first the Cowboys at three, and that they mention a big reason why they're sitting at three is Michael Gallup. <laughs> Michael Gallup would be the third receiver on our roster. He's the third receiver on their roster. But the, is Amari Cooper, who's their number one, is he as good as Odell? No. Is, I mean. Is he as good as Jarvis? You could make that argument. Maybe. He's definitely not as reliable. No, Jarvis right. is on the field. Yeah. Yep. So maybe. So we're going to say that a guy, a team who's number one wide receiver 
isn't as good as our two, or you can make the argument isn't as good as our two. We're going to put that wide receiver corpse ahead of ours. But, I mean, come but on. Blake, they have CD Lamb. Yeah, another rookie. <laughs> I, I, when did when did ranking rookies higher than established NFL pros become the thing? It's ah. I think it's a lot of just the unknown. They want to think, and then it's a couple games in. You're like, ah, all of a sudden this list will change. Well, if rookies, rookies are doing that much, then Donovan Peoples-Jones <laughs> should put us at number one on this list. <laughs> easily. Yeah. Absolutely easily move us to the top of this list. It's crazy. Um, Another person they forgot to mention with us is Rashard Higgins. Yeah. yeah. So if we're going to name three receivers plus our tight ends. And Chubb and Hunt. They, they, like, they touch on as running backs as part of the receiving corps. They don't even touch on them. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was catching balls all over the place yeah. last Chubb year. Chubb had like 400 yeah. some yards receiving last year. Yeah. I mean, going back to Dallas, I mean, they're, who do they have for tight end? They're, they're throwing Blake Jarwin's name out there. I mean, mm-hmm. come yeah, on, guys. We have Hooper. Left. We have Njoku. I mean, both those guys are better than Blake Jarwin. Yeah. Blake's it's, favorite broadcaster, Jason Witten. I think he's in Oakland. Or not Oakland. Las, Las, Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah, he is with the Raiders. Yeah. It, you know, and then the Saints sitting at four. So, Michael Thomas, in my opinion – Maybe best receiver in the game. Yeah, I'd give it to him. I'm okay. okay with that one. He catches enough balls in the year to be a number one and a number two on a team. Yeah. My problem with putting him at four is I don't I don't think this article said Emmanuel Sanders is another number one. Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders has not been a number one receiver ever. And definitely that. not in the last five years. I mean, come on. And then Jared Cook is a solid tight end. So to me, Saints should be on this list, but I don't know. Four might be high. You can't. You have Michael Thomas, and that's basically it. I'd even be okay if they were like, "Hey, due to the system that Cleveland is going to run, there. That's why we're blowing them down." This, you know what I mean? If it's yeah. not just based on ratings or rankings or anything like that. The one that's crazy to me is you touched on it too. There's, well, we can go down the whole list, I guess. <laughs> Buffalo. Do you think Stephon Diggs is better than OBJ? No. <laughs> no. This one, like John this Brown, one. is good. Like I like John Brown. Like he he's a stud. Yeah, but like, is he okay. better? Than, is I he mean, better than Jarvis? No. And how about everybody? Uh, Blake Renneker's favorite tight end for Austin Buffalo. Knox. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Knox. You think he's better than Hooper? <laughs> he knocked me out of the uh, fantasy playoffs <laughs> last year. Like that was. I mean, this guy, and then they, you know, here's the kicker. Cole Beasley's were really elevated. Then <laughs> thank you to, for bringing up that name. That fit. makes the difference. Yeah. Right because that trio alone of Stefan Diggs, John Brown, and Cole Beasley, that trio alone, according to this article, bumps the Bills to top five. I are we not watching dis- the same <laughs> game? So the guy that wrote this, Ben Lindsay, wherever you are, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> no. You should be completely I mean, ashamed on. of yourself. This is crazy. The other bad one that I like that was just nuts to me is Detroit. Yeah. Like, Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. Like, and then they were like, oh, well, TJ Hawkinson, I'm like, I, drive, I picked that no. guy up in free agency Danny last year. Danny Amendola remains yes. a solid option in the slot at 34 years old. <laughs> he hasn't been really? relevant. When, was, what? when he played for the Rams. Even when he played, he played for, for the, the Patriots. Even when he played yeah. for the Patriots, he was like, Hurt. You'd, you'd hear his name like once every couple games. Yeah. 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 You had to play him every fifth game in fantasy because he'd have a huge game and then wouldn't do anything <laughs> yeah. for weeks on end. Marvin Jones Jr. is legit. Kenny Galladay is... We'll call them solid. They're they're solid players, but to say that they're better than Beckham Jr. and well, Jarvis and that's the thing. And as a collective group, yeah, we don't know what their running backs can do. I mean, Carryon Johnson is hurt every other yeah. game. We don't know if DeAndre Swift. I mean, again, another rookie. Yeah. We haven't seen him play. Mm-hmm. 
Who's their? I mean, yeah, okay. T.J. Hawkinson didn't look that great last year. I mean, oh, you're going to no, give them a higher ranking than the Browns? Yeah, with proven talent. And real quick, just to, I want <laughs> one more note about Buffalo because that one. I'm sorry, guys. That one's still really yeah. Go, in. Well, yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. When when a wide receiver switches teams, there is there is a drop off, at least in the at, beginning. Yeah, chemistry wise, the first season, the yeah. first half of the season, whatever. You saw it with Beckham last year. Yeah, there was a agree. huge drop off. To think that Diggs is going to come out here and make the Bills a top five receiving core. Really? And are we really, really sold that Josh Allen is that? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he can run the ball. That's pretty yeah, That's, that's, like, that's his But are we thinking he he's this, this, like, will absolutely just tear you up passer? No, I haven't seen it yet. Stephon Diggs, a lot of his yards last, you know, streaking down the field. Kirk Cousins puts it on a dime. Yeah. Josh Allen's going to overthrow him by five yards. There, and I don't know the stats, but that's what I've heard a lot of, too, is that he's going from the most accurate passer in the league to one of the most inaccurate passers, deep ball passers in the league Yeah, in Josh Allen. So I, I don't think Diggs is going to have the type of year that, obviously, this guy thinks. No. And what's worse to you guys here, the Bills at five or the Panthers at eight? Yeah, oh. I wouldn't even have cat. the Panthers in the top 20, probably. Yeah. I, like, so... I don't know. It sucks. Robbie Anderson. Robbie like. Anderson. <laughs> he's garbage. Like all I think, I just think, oh yeah, I'm really glad that I drafted that guy, and uh, he didn't do anything for me. He yeah. just, I'm, and obviously, like Sam Darnold's his quarter was his quarterback, so that probably maybe Adam that's Gase the sticking. Is the coach, yeah, too. maybe that's the sticking point. Like, I, maybe that's where I'm frustrated. But like Curtis Samuel, yeah, <laughs> Curtis Samuel, very good for Ohio State, and like, and he's been decent for Carolina like I'm not knocking these guys and saying that they're not good but do I think that they're talent wise better than Landry's or Beckham's no not no I would put Samuel kind of in that number three receiver range with Higgins yeah kind of like that would be yeah. the comp for me not a number two no DJ Moore is a good receiver he really is he's not Beckham but he's also a lot younger uh, he's had how many different quarterbacks in the last couple of years yeah. so I mean I get it. all of them they have no tight end. No. How are they at eight? Well, the other thing is, is like, I think everybody's big on Teddy Bridgewater going there. Well, hey, he might have been really good in New Orleans because he was thrown to Michael Thomas. Yeah. And, and great Sean, system. And Sean Payton. Yeah. He's calling plays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater wasn't, I mean, he wasn't bad as a quarterback in Minnesota, but he wasn't like your franchise leader going to take you to the Super Bowl type of a quarterback. He was on that path until he got hurt. I mean, they Minnesota liked him a lot, but... I'm, we're going to find out. And who knows what what you get there. I don't know. And rookie head coach, you know. Yeah, like, a, a guy from college. How yeah. often, how well Baylor's Baylor's out? head coach. Oh, cool. So oh, we have a rookie head coach, too. Hey, I'm not worried about that. He's worked in he's the worked, NFL he's for been in the 15 NFL. years. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's familiar with the organization, at least, you know, we can say. Teddy Bridgewater's <laughs> best year in the NFL was 2015 before he got hurt. He played all started all 16 games. Threw for 3,200 yards and 14 touchdowns. Oh Well, if he was for the Browns, we would be dogging on him. We'd be <laughs> saying, wow, everybody uh, from ESPN and Rob Ninkovich would be saying how terrible he is and how Joe Burrow is going to be so much better than him, if so, that's what we're saying. So, yeah. to me, it's interesting. Sitting at 13 is the Falcons. Oh, my God, with Julio With Jones Julio Jones and, and Cal Calvin Ridley. And the knock, why they're sitting at 13 is – that they don't have a ton of depth. Who, if your starters are DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, who's yeah. your depth? Well, <laughs> those are bad. <laughs> and they have Gurley. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
And they picked up Hayden Hurst, good tight. I mean, going to be a decent tight end out of yeah from Baltimore. From Baltimore, yeah. Up. And the other one that's disrespectful is twelve with the Cardinals. They just get DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. I feel legit, like they would have been yeah. they would have been twelve without DeAndre Hopkins because well, you had Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> this guy also has the Eagles listed ahead of the Rams. Yeah, the yeah. Eagles. The I Eagles couldn't tell you who their wide receiver was last year. Yeah, because they're all Sean Jeffries. Their number one. He won't play. Yeah, JJ Arthega Whiteside. Uh, no, I think he caught four passes last year. Deshaun Jackson's, you know, eighty-five years old. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome <laughs> if he can say. And on somehow the field. they're ahead of the Rams. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. The biggest knock on the Eagles last year, and like why everybody said that Carson Wentz was struggling, is because of how bad their receiving core was. They're, they were the, the slowest receiving core in the league. Could, no separation at all. But, yeah, somehow we come into this season and they're ranked at 14th ahead of the Rams. This this list is insane to me. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget the Bengals are two spots behind the Browns at 11. <laughs> uh, we just talked about this. Yep. It must be uh, because of Giovanni Bernard. He must be bringing up their <laughs> rankings that much. That I, that's the only logical thing I can think of. I mean uh, – that's got to be it. I but, mean, I don't know. Well, anything else to say on this list? Just yeah. please, please back us up, Cleveland, and, yes. and perform better. Because we need to make these big guys eat crow. The Bills and the Panthers. I mean, come on now. I I'm feel gonna, like I talk about this like another two hours. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's slide into something maybe a little bit more positive. Um, a list that I think maybe people got right. Uh, Bleacher Report, you know, ranked the running back duos in the league, and we feel like we got a pretty good one. And Bleacher Report agrees, sitting at number one for running back duos in the NFL ending this year. Your hometown Cleveland Browns uh, with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. To me, that's a no-brainer. With this yeah. rebuild offensive line, yeah, uh, the the offensive philosophy of Stefanski, run the ball. I mean, these two are number one running backs. They're top five running backs in the league by themselves. Yes. So to me, what separates us from everybody else on this list, like what I'm looking at, like the, the Panthers are at two. Obviously, I think Christian McCaffrey is better than both our running backs. Yeah, but I'm going to time out real quick on this. This yeah, list is the best or top NFL running back duos. Exactly. Who's their duo? Mike I Davis. didn't even write his name down. <laughs> and Mike. I don't. And I don't care. It's, don't even. Don't even say it. No, go ahead. Say it. It's Mike Davis. <laughs> What's his rating? Uh, 71. Wow. So this is this is what I'm saying. This is what separates us. It, even if we go to number three, this one. the Jets, Le'Veon Bell and Frank Gore. Le'Veon Bell is a very good running back. I, yeah. Okay. Frank okay. Gore, all he does is get 1,000-yard seasons no matter yeah. what. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, yeah. You know, uh, five, the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott. I think Zeke, if, Chubb, if he's not better than Chubb, they're on the same playing field, in my opinion. Okay. But his backup's Tony Pollard. Mm -hmm. So what separates us is the fact that our, our number two running back was the NFL leading rusher two years ago. And I think yep. so many people forget that. Yeah. Well, and they're both, either one of those guys, Chubb or Hunt, are both true, true number ones. They both could take the whole workload. Yep. And we're sitting with both of them just and do whatever you want. Yeah. So put that in perspective. Number six on this list is the Denver Broncos with yes. Melvin Gordon. He's rated an 85. Kareem Hunt is an 89. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> the number one. Yeah, so it's yeah the Broncos. By the way, though, I do think the Broncos have a solid backfield. Melvin Absolutely. Gordon, Philip Lindsay. A lot of talk that they might be trading Philip Lindsay. It could be on the trade market. I would do that. I, would, I. There's one team that if their quarterback does not succeed this year, they got to get him out of there. Because man, 
You talk about Denver? Yeah, the yeah. weapons they have there. That's, I, that's Blake's boy. I like yeah. Drew Locke. He likes him singing too. on the sideline. I, li- I like his swag. <laughs> I like... I like him. He reminds me a lot of Baker, just like without the getting arrested video. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just got like swag and just. I like Drew Locke. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be sweet. But I screw the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> so like we talked about this before too, like where we thought you know our running back duos were, and as far as the Browns and everything. I know Josh, you were really really high up on Sam Fran. Did you see where they were at on this list? I'm still scrolling. Yeah, well, they're way down. So, <laughs> what? Okay, I just, I wanted, I didn't know I was going to hand it to you for a little bit just because I feel like it is pretty disrespectful considering how good that system is to, that, for a running back. You just said it. This is a list of highest rated running backs, not highest rated yeah. running back system. Well, well that's, then that's that, why Baltimore would be yeah. all the way down here at nine. It's crazy that, yeah. Them and San Fran should be one and two well, based on the system. Baltimore's yeah. best running back plays quarterback. <laughs> true yeah i don't know i, I still yeah, i think that's pretty crazy yeah there's a lot on here that know. are just i don't i don't know like i like that we're number one but then some of these other ones where you got it was the atlanta falcons with Gurley is 28 yeah but yeah. Gurley, man talk about a fall off a cliff oh my word he's got apparently he's got worse knees than i do <laughs> <laughs> you know because he, well, he takes takes the rams to the super bowl Two years ago, and now he's ranked 28th on a Bleacher Report running back in the NFL. That's insane. How are the Vikings with Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook and Alexander Madison 17th? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was another one that I had it's crazy. on here that I, they were a top duo in the NFL last year. Dalvin Cook is a top five back. Mm-hmm. Easy. So you mean to tell me that <laughs> Alexander Madison is worse than Mike Davis? <laughs> And you got you got the Panthers sitting in number two, and I know Christian McCaffrey's really really good, but he's not. I mean, he's better than Dalvin Cook, but he's not so much better than Dalvin Cook that it puts them at two and it puts the Vikings at seventeen. Well, how about they got Kansas City at ten and they got their RB one as the rookie? Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. So you don't even. I mean, that Edwards Hilaire. You don't even. You don't even know if he's and he's not yeah. even going to get any touches. Yeah, I mean, if he does, he's catching passes because they don't hand the ball off much in Kansas City. And he but won't get those touches. The one that I thought was, I mean, it's in our division, but James Conner, the disrespect on them, the Steelers. <laughs> Good. Good. 32. Yeah. Last in, on, now, I don't even know who Anthony McFarlane Jr., <laughs> the RB2. I thought they had Benny Snell or something like that. I at least knew that guy's name. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. He's rated uh, a 68, though. But James Conner, like two years ago, he was the reason that they said we don't need Le'Veon Bell anymore because we got James Conner and he's better. And now they're thirty second. Yeah, yeah, this is weird. The McFarlands, the RB two, because they have um, Jalen Samuels. Yeah. Yes. I and Benny and Snell. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. Just, where I feel like this is just an forgot. excuse to put Pittsburgh yeah. last. McFarland's yeah. making a splash this year, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Draft him on your fantasy team in a late yeah, round. First round pick. <laughs> Take him how, early. How about the poor Rams, though? Man, <laughs> remember yeah. when they were just stacked with talent? We were like, man, nobody's ever going to beat the Rams again. Now they're sitting with a 31st ranked running back duo. RB1, Cam Anchors. Cam Akers mm-hmm. ranked 77. A rookie. Yeah, rook. Yeah. And then Daryl Henderson, a second year guy who played. What do you have, like two or three carries last year, I think? He they didn't did really do to, much. They did that to themselves, though. They they did all those crazy contracts with, you know, Jalen Ramsey, and they, they've completely done that to himself. I don't feel bad for the Rams at all. 
hey, welcome to how this feels. <laughs> Get prepared. You're going to be awful for years, and <laughs> hopefully it's not as long as I've watched this. So good for you guys. Well done, front office. Now, that Super Bowl hangover hit them hard, just like yeah. it hit the Panthers hard. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I wonder if, how San Fran's going to, you know what I mean, bounce back from their loss. I think Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I also think they have a good system where – as we can see with their running backs, I don't think they need the elite of elite players in certain positions to be good because of how good their system's going to be. They were a plug and play at that running back position. At three, yeah. Breida, Moser, uh, and uh, Jeffrey who, Wilson. Yeah. They literally yeah. just. It didn't matter. Yeah. Be yeah, like undrafted guy that was a towel boy last week is now rushing for 200 yards this yeah. week. I saw, I, was, I saw a stat that not a single. Niners lineman was like in the top 10 graded lineman in the league or something. But they had, and to me that it's a scheme blocking schemes. They, they, they create holes just by movement and a scheme is something, you know, that we've never seen in the last 12 months of football. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We like Shannon. I, at least I did. I like Shanahan when he was in Cleveland. He's just another coach for us. Just That's how it breaks down. You know what's yeah. crazy? The path to success. He saw the writing on the wall so bad when he was in Cleveland that he came up with like a two-hour PowerPoint presentation to get out of his coaching contract with the Browns. <laughs> he went to like Jimmy and D and whoever our front office. Was it Sashi? Uh, I don't know I if don't it was know. Sashi we're yet. Terrible. Mm, no. And oh, it was Ray Farmer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wasn't it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because – and he went to him and was like, you guys got to get me out of here. And they were like, why? And he's like, well, as a matter of fact, look, here you go. Let's go yeah. through the PowerPoint. And he had like a clicker, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, that and he got out. Now he gets to go to Super Bowls with San Fran. Yeah. Um, so right. good for him. Smart man. Life choice. Yeah. No kidding. Hopefully uh, Stefanski turns that around. I'm sorry. If somebody's shoving Johnny Manziel down your throat, I'd want out too. Mm-hmm. We're not even allowed to say all the nice things. <laughs> like, I feel like we're kind of like edited on what we can even say about Johnny Manziel <laughs> in this surrounding. So I, I'm just not, I don't want to be that guy that'll say what I know Johnny for, you know, Johnny's just, <laughs> I'm sure there's clubs in Cleveland that know jo- Johnny, you know, really New York. Well. Wasn't he lost at a nightclub in New York for like three in, days in their bathroom <laughs> in a stall. <laughs> We could say he uh, wasn't prepared for the snowy weather in Cleveland. Oh, well played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, well played. There you go. Okay. Oh, man. All right. So, Bleacher Report had us ranked number one, so we'll give him some props on that. Yeah. Got to move into some more sad news territory, in my opinion here. Uh, Pro Football Focus and uh, you know NFL media writer Peter King ranked the rosters in the NFL. And one of these is, yeah, and the other one is complete. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. It's complete garbage. It's in, okay. it's insane to me where Peter King has us ranked. Um, so I'll just start here with this pro football focus. Mm-hmm. Pro football focus, if I remember correctly, and I'm scrolling here, so I'm, you know, stalling. Uh, what are we sitting at? 10th on this uh, list? 11th. 11th. Which is insane to me that we're 11th behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like the Steelers, if the, we're not talking about systems, Coaching, we're not talking yeah. about coaches, we're talking about you put your players on paper and our players on paper, and we're going to compare them. The Browns are 
way better than the Steelers. We just talked about their running backs are ranked last in the league by Bleacher Report. Their quarterbacks coming off of elbow surgery. We don't even know if he can throw the football. Their number one wide receiver I'm seeing here is ranked 63.1. Yeah. You're going to say this roster is better than the Browns roster? So I'm going to kind of piggyback on what you said. I'm looking at ours, and I'm, like, looking through the numbers, and I'm like, there was a couple that were, they had, like, Mac Wilson at, like, 41. I'm like, man, I don't I don't think he's, like, that's awful. Mac, I, 41. So then I look at OBJ, and they have him at 68.7, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty bad. They have him 10 points lower than Landry, which if I would have told you that, in our argument on our hot take episode, Blake, you know, I would have won the argument, right? Hey, 10 points lower. I mean, it's obvious, obviously they, he's basically has the same score as Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh. Do we think those guys are even on the same playing field at all? No, dude. I'm like, so I'm very confused. Yeah. Sean Jackson's got a 79.4 ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley (laughs) has a 73.8. He's five points higher than OBJ. You think they're making that trade straight up? <laughs> in the past, we would have. We'd have been like, oh, OBJ for Cole Beasley? Yeah, we'll also throw in a first-round pick just to make sure we get this thing done. Like, it's just crazy to me that I, I guess I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something here. Like, there's a filter or Like something. I said, we're not talking about last season. We're not talking about who our coaches are. We're not talking about what our systems are, what our schedules. We're talking about on-paper-to-paper comparison. The Browns have a, a top five roster. There's the only holes on our roster is middle linebacker. Yeah. And may, a question mark maybe at quarterback. And that's I, a big maybe. You could say linebacker in general. I I mean there it's we're a little we're a little wet behind the ears. We're we're young. But like our outside backers though are Vernon and Garrett. I mean if if Vernon's healthy, we're regarded as our outside linebackers as being Studs. We're about to have the highest paid outside backer in the NFL, probably. Uh, well, I and Garrett. Uh, well, for end, he's an out the end outside linebacker. He's up something. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, to me, they have the Eagles ranked ahead of us. Pro Football Focus does. So I don't hate. I don't hate the Pro Football Focus. I don't hate it completely other than I think it's kind of there's some really, really questionable ones. Eagles are like two years removed from a Super Bowl. The teams that are above us, I'm like, they have legit there's legit rosters. Paper like, to paper though. Their 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 running backs are Miles Sanders. Their receivers are Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> I, I trust me, I get it. Uh, we just had this whole argument for <laughs> the you know, on the last what, two topics ago. I completely get it. I just think some of the teams that are ahead of us, Baltimore. Do you think Baltimore has a better roster than we do? I'll, I'll say, listen, I'll say Baltimore, the Chiefs, yep. maybe the Saints. Yep. Um, <laughs> the list ends yeah. there. That's it? Well, like, I, they got the Niners at three. I think the Niners the have The Niners a have a stacked defense, but we just talked about how on offense it's very system-oriented. Right, so, yeah, if we're talking... When we're talking paper Player paper, personnel. Yeah. They're not... Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. On paper, their roster's not as good as the Browns. At least not on one side of the football. I don't I don't argue that. There's other teams that I'm like, Ugh. like I'm pretty sure Buffalo's ahead of us. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Which I apparently Cole well, Beasley <laughs> he is yeah. I bumped my head yeah. and woke up and Cole Beasley is like 
all w, pro. wide receiver one. Yes. He's on the all-decade team. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so here, I'm going to throw out a name just real quick. Who knows who A.J. Dillon is? Uh, it sounds familiar, but... Is he the uh, back the rookie running back for Green Bay? Yeah, rookie running back okay. from Green Bay. His score is 91.3. They, what? So the Nick rookies... Chubbs, Nick Chubbs is 88.7. So I did see this. The rookie ratings are all very, like, twisted. They have uh, Burrow at 90, like, 6... But yeah. then they have like like Jedrick Wills is Patrick an eighty eight point seven for us. <laughs> Maybe that's what they graded at in college. I don't. Well, Maybe. there needs to be some sort of an adjustment process then, when you're going to yeah. put him on an NFL roster ranking. That's one thing we're not talking about. Too. We keep throwing about you know their skill positions not as good as our skill position. The Browns up front now have one of the best offensive lines in the yeah. league. Is if Jedrick Wills plays you know like everybody mm-hmm. thinks he's going to play. I mean, we're sitting at potential All Pro at left tackle. Left guard, center, and right tackle. And no matter what, it will not be worse than last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's Guess who's not seeing the field this year? Chris Hubbard <laughs> and Greg Robinson. <laughs> we um, could go out there with three linemen and it'd be better than last year. Like arena football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so yeah, all right. I just, so this I don't like this. So we're freaking out about this list, okay? Yeah. Let's freak out. I'm not freaking out entirely, but I have a feeling where we're going right now. Allow me to freak you out. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You are, yeah. So, Peter King, who I used to think, like, knew anything about football, Hmm. came up. He he ranked the rosters, okay? You think we're in the top 10? I can tell you that we're not. You think we're in the top 15? We're also not there. Keep going. You think we're in the top 20? Also not. 24th. <laughs> There's no way you can objectively look at our roster paper on paper and say that the the Browns have the 24th best roster in the league. That He's got Houston ahead of – the New England Patriots are ahead of us. The only reason the Patriots <laughs> were any good last year is because they have Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Roster-wise, roster they were not good at all. Uh, he's got – Here's this is the one that almost made my brain explode. The Miami Dolphins, yeah, are sitting at nineteenth. Yeah, five got, spots better than the. They Browns. got two of them now. Yeah, so he, we don't even, He's got a worse hip than I do. <laughs> so I, I was okay with the uh, the football focus. I, I can I can live with that. This one, I'm like, man, what what's going on? Some of the teams that you already hit. So the rosters that are ahead of us. The Chargers. Okay, so, like, I see positions that they could be better, possibly. What about quarterback? Do we, I mean, we've already, that, even if they go with Tyrod, he wasn't better than what we had. No, our guy beat him out. Absolutely. So, what about, you said New England, um, Miami's really, but the one that I was like, my goodness, what's going on? They have Las Vegas Raiders at eight. Dude, that's the one I'm staring at right now, like. What did they show you? They're, I mean, they got Jacobs, I guess. Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah, we've... Do you see her, who he's highlighting in this paragraph about We them? talked about it before. Henry, Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Tyrell Williams. Uh, rookie. Tyrell, yeah, terrible. I mean, Hunter yeah. Renfro. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, that Clemson two, guy? Lynn Bowden they're and Brian Edwards. Yeah. So he's got three rookies listed in his reasoning here. Well, Jason and we Whitten. talked about Ruggs. It's like yeah. Al Davis's ghost crept back into the, the draft room, and he was like, hey, I know we're doing this thing from everybody's basement, but <laughs> take that guy. Take the <laughs> fastest guy available on the board. Mm-hmm. He's got the, the, the Steelers at 10. What is this infatuation with the Steelers roster? 
Yeah, I don't. Their de- their defense is nice. Is some of these people, some of these people, they're highlighting Chase Claypool, rookie, <laughs> tight end, receiver? Question mark. We don't even know what he's going to play. Eric Ebron. You mean the guy who was that a bust with Matthew Stafford, <laughs> yeah. and he had one good year with Andrew Luck, who Andrew Luck makes everybody good. Yeah, he's uh, Javon Hargrave. Mm. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I'm like, I don't even know. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. So they got they got uh, what? They still have Bud Dupree, mm-hmm. and then they got Bush in the middle, who was solid last year as a rookie, mm-hmm. and then they got T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. They got some good defensive players. They're Ross. I, obviously, I think the Steelers are going to be in any discussion when it comes to the AFC North because that's just what they do. But this is on paper. Yeah, there, there's no way it's they have like a top ten roster on paper. Tomlin is going to run out there and also uh, play a position because if he did, I'd say, oh well, then he's probably smart enough that they'd be okay. <laughs> I, it's just for me, like when I look at this, like if you're a Cleveland Brown, like I know we always talk about the Patriots do this, like where it's like. Belichick is the master of bulletin board material. If this isn't bulletin board material, my God. Like, if I'm on the Browns and I'm like, oh, well, apparently Henry Ruggs III is so good that he's better <laughs> than anybody that, that we have on our receiver core, I, that's all I need. Like, that's all. I, I come in and look at this Peter King article every day, and I go, well. We, got, we better play well. Hey, yeah, we're going to destroy everybody. I mean, I'm sitting. I'm looking at 14 here. The Colts roster is better than the Browns by 10 spots. Come on, now Not that much better. No, yeah. I like Marlon Mack. Mm. Okay, and tell me another person on their team. Well, uh, <laughs> old man Rivers. Quentin Nelson, man, I want him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they yeah. added Philip Rivers. Yeah. So this is supposed to be what takes them from mediocre to great. They're saying that the, all I, the biggest myth in football, like the last five years, is that the Chargers, roster-wise, the Chargers just have like this insanely talented roster. And they had Phillip Rivers, and they sucked. So you mean to tell me you're going to add that quarterback who couldn't elevate that great roster of the Chargers, and you're going to put them on this average roster of the Colts, and all of a sudden they're 14th, and they're going to be awesome? Does anybody remember that Philip Rivers just like couldn't stop throwing interceptions last year? Everybody's (laughs) knocking on Baker for throwing interceptions last year, and that's why people are about to label him as a bust. But Philip Rivers is just out here throwing three picks a game, and he's about to take the Colts to the Super Bowl. Well, and he's got the Cardinals ranked at 18th. That's insane. Did we watch? I mean, did anybody watch the Cardinals try to play defense last year? Yeah. I, they were a joke. Must have been Simmons. Must have them <laughs> taking Simmons. Now, he's good, but is he that good? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we're talking about roster, yeah. right? Not just like, oh, you one got a guy. superstar. What? He's yeah, a rookie, so a potential start. superstar, one spot, big deal. I, I just this this does blow my mind. Yeah, apparently, Miami just had such a great. I like. We thought they had a good draft. Apparently, the they best just best draft ever. Yeah. Absolutely. Who are they rolling out on the offensive line again this year? <laughs> so couldn't tell same. you. Couldn't tell you one name, brother. Couldn't tell you one name. Somebody th- that we've talked about today just doesn't know what they're talking about. The power football or pro football focus Panthers were what eighth in receiver rankings, mm-hmm. two in running back rankings. Peter King's got them as the 29th best roster. 
So who? Yeah. Somebody doesn't know what they're talking about. Somebody's here. wrong. Well, I read <laughs> yeah. that Peter King's on vacation right now in one article, so maybe he just threw this together real quick. He's like, or, I gotta get in the plane. Yeah, gotta <laughs> get out of here. Just jotting some names. Yeah, down. an intern step in for the day, and he was <laughs> yeah. just like, "Hey, I yeah. was just scrolling through Madden's uh, ratings, and yeah, it's the teams I like to play with on Madden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, his his big reasoning in here too is about Baker not being consistent last year, but like yeah. the chart. Yeah, like you said, the Chargers are in front of us. They don't even have a quarterback right now. <laughs> I mean, New England, they don't have a quarterback right now. New- Denver, who knows? Yeah. Miami, who knows? Arizona, I, this is crazy. Chicago's at 17, and their <laughs> quarterback is so much worse than <laughs> yeah. Baker. I saw that one, and I oh just didn't God. even, I didn't Both even type anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Foles is only ever good. In the playoffs. With the Eagles. <laughs> in, in the playoffs. In the playoffs. I mean, come on now. To me, this is, we should fly up to New York and kick the crap out of Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> he, yeah, he, did. He, he did this to us. This is what he did to us last year with having us so unprepared, no scheme, no system. I mean, he we didn't have much of a reputation to begin with, and he just took a dump on the little one we had. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll just say, Baker, if you watch this, or if you listen to this, we believe in you. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he's Absolutely. out there listening. I go to bed at night thinking, he hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might not be answering my uh, answering my Instagram DMs, but he's listening to the or show. Accepting your game invite on Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> I hit that guy up all the time. He'll never play Call of Duty with me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I this is this list. This one probably fired me up the most because to me, I, it's almost inarguable. If you're just looking at it on the paper roster, to me, it's it's easy that the Browns are top five and when it comes to just on the paper roster apparently we're just trash i mean apparently yeah. we're just so Nobody's bad that, yeah except hey, for except for all of us and just saying i'm actually okay with it yeah under, under the radar yeah we'll be the underdog nobody can think nobody will think about us all year long i'm good with that Here's i'd rather that than be like ah oh, browns so last top, year top three team in the <laughs> league or whatnot roster wise yeah. you got the great running back great wide receiver should win it all you guys don't go 16 and 0 you guys failure here's yeah. my thing if peter king comes out and makes this list and says hey i think the browns have a great roster but you know historically they're the browns they suck i'm picking them to win seven games this year i'd be like Okay, Peter King, I see you. I respect I, that. I kind of feel that way. That's not what he did. He said, hey, the Browns have the 24th best roster on paper in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay, Peter. They have a <laughs> shot at being a top five pick next year. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, here's the other thing with a lot of these lists is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are like in the top five. I've looked at like six different ones since we've been talking here. I keep pulling up ones to try to make me feel better that the Browns are in or higher. <laughs> but, like, everybody has the – like, Tom Brady, yes, GOAT quarterback. But him alone coming in takes them to be, like, a top three off or team roster-wise. Yeah, we didn't talk lightly. about – Josh is going to come over to the table. Yeah. No, or, or, or he's going to get yeah. upset. Oh, oh, this could end up being an epic showdown here. Yeah. I don't know what I to just think. Don't, I just don't see where that takes your whole roster from. I mean, what, I wonder what the Bucks were ranked last year. My, my biggest thing with that is they, they're sitting there going, Tom Brady's not going to throw 30 picks. Well, that's And if Jameis Winston sure. throws 15 picks instead of 30 picks last year, who knows what the Buccaneers They do. still are not winning that division. <laughs> That, I mean, it's oh it's my close. Gosh, that's going to be some good football mm-hmm. in that division. So, 
If the Patriots, I'm telling you, the Patriots win their division again this year, there's no hope from anybody else in that division. No. Here's the thing. Okay, so side note before I hope we the wrap Bills this thing it. up. Yeah, I was going to say, Bills. If the Patriots win the division this year, does that hurt Tom Brady's legacy? Uh, ooh, man. Okay. Side note. Well, because hey, well, because right, there's no before we go start. into that, just yeah. remember who's in the division. Okay, it's Miami, it's the mm-hmm. Jets. Hey, it's Miami the Bills. have Peter King's all high on the Dolphins right now. <laughs> Higher than Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, and, I know, uh, but let, be, yeah. Cole B. I don't know if you heard, but Cole Beasley <laughs> plays for the uh, Bills. <laughs> I'm just saying that the the Patriots' path to winning their division with you know their strategy, their system, you know, just the organization itself, it's a lot easier than. Um. Well, Cleveland. a lot easier for the Browns to win it. <laughs> well, I agree. Or, or yeah, the Bucks. or the Bucks. Yeah. yeah, the Bucks could go down there, and Tom Brady could go ten and six or whatnot, and lose the division. Yeah, if, I mean that's a tough division down there. I mean, and they, the there's Patriots good, good teams. could win. I'm Patriots s- could win theirs at seven to nine. So here's what I'm saying, yes. though: if we do a roster to roster comparison on paper of that division, the Patriots might have the worst roster. No, yeah, uh, I don't know. About it'd be that. between them and well. Uh, between them and the Jets, I was going to so say between their them and my defense last year. <laughs> even if you don't want to say they had the best defense, they had a legit top three defense. But tell but me, roster to roster, I think we're they, kinda, they, tell me another defensive player on the Patriots besides Stephon Gilmore. No. Exactly. Danny I don't, Danny yeah, exactly. I don't draft him. So we're talking, like I said, we're talking. <laughs> well, they have Dante roster. Hightower, the, the linebacker there. Okay. There you go. And, and can you tell me any offensive players they're going to have this year now? Jared Stidham. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, on pay, obviously, Michelle, yeah. James James White. White. Yeah. So, obviously, they have the best coach Cam in Newton. NFL ever. But on paper, the Patriots should win like three games. But they won't. So, they yeah, won't. that's what I'm saying. If they come out and win their division, does that just solidify the argument that Tom Brady's a system quarterback? Well, I think, it, I think it, the other side of that coin is what he does in Tampa Bay. So if yeah. he takes Tampa Bay to the playoffs this year and New England goes to the playoffs, I mean, then it's kind of like, yeah, you can't really – but if, if he goes down there and Tampa Bay wins four games and the Patriots go to, and win their division without him, then, yes, I think that would – If he goes down there and them. goes to the playoffs, though, with Tampa Bay, are we really going, man, Tom Brady's really good. His legacy <laughs> They have the best – They have one of the best rosters in the NFL. Yeah. His legacy well, Bruce Arians is a good coach, too. Yeah. His like legacy it. cemented. He's a future Hall of Famer. And I just – I agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I think if the Patriots somehow go to the playoffs this year, people are going to be going – It was all Bill. It, yeah. It was not Tom. It was all Bill. I think some of the Patriots, um, you know, we say, is Tom Brady a system quarterback? I think you can kind of look at uh, Baltimore in the same fashion and say, well, is Lamar Jackson a system quarterback? Well, Jeez. they built the system for him, so yes and no, he's very good at executing that system. So I think right. Tom Brady is the same way. Yeah, they I kind agree. of built it for his strengths and his weaknesses, and obviously he flourished in it. So, Which is good coaching. Yeah, yeah. Taking I mean, that's ready. what you need. Yep. So uh, that was just a little hypothetical I want to throw out there. I didn't even have that typed up. I went off teleprompter there. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, just a little added value yeah. for the yeah. listeners, right? That's what you get at the dogs. First episode back oh, in the lit. studio. I'm yeah, bringing we're on the fire heat. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at him. He's got a nice polo on today. Yeah, classing it up. Good. I yeah. even wore slacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, hey, guys. Uh, fun episode. I think we'll wrap this thing up before we bore people. Uh, remember to check us out on all of our social media accounts. For all you Facebook users out there, you just step your game up a little bit. Zach Copper on our Twitter has already got more followers than us. 
and I don't like that. Um, <laughs> check us out on Facebook, the dogs. Check us out on Instagram. We got our camera woman here taking pictures for us <laughs> so we can uh, get some more content up. Zach's uh, running the Twitter page. Yep. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Yes, please subscribe we need 100. on YouTube. We're almost... We're over halfway to halfway. <laughs> okay. So please help us out. Uh, I'll feel so much more legit if we can get to 100 subscribers. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We've still been getting a good amount of feedback, and uh, it's awesome. We love doing this, and we're happy to be back in the studio. And don't forget to check out 99 Miles Power with Percy Gardner. Uh, he's got a lot of good guests. It's a good, sh- fun show. Make sure you check that out. And uh, have a good week, guys. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.